Recorded live. Hi. Hello, everyone. Wendell Thor here. Just, no one's going to hear this except me, presumably. So just plenty of stuff for episode two of Friday Night Trivial. You hear stuff going on in the background. The Cleveland Cavaliers are hoping to even the series after losing game one to the Golden State Warriors. I'm Barbara Klein, NPR News in Washington. Support for NPR comes from NPR. NPR. Contributors include the National Endowment for the Arts, the federal agency that supports the arts and creativity in communities across the nation. More information is available at arts.gov and the listeners who support this NPR station. All right, let me roll stuff down. We've got this that needs to be rolled down. Words can be trendy, but wit stays fresh. And let's uh, wit, We've dipped into the archives to present a classic episode of Says You. Fresh, fun, and one of our favorites with our original host, Richard Scherr. Wow, what's going on with the audio? Performing Arts Center. Okay, that was really loud. There we go. School in Memphis, Tennessee. Welcome to Says You, a simple game with words played by two teams, the first of which sits stereo right. His veracity is unassailable. His integrity impeccable. His motive is questionable. Anyone even good? Her beauty is unsurpassed. Her smile infectious. Her demeanor terrifying. No pad plus plus up and running. And his mood is expected, his outlook cautious, his future up in the air. Mr. Barry Nolan. uh, Who's the leader? The uh, airborne Mr. Nolan. Yes. Barry will be the captain. To my left, team two. She's a force to be reckoned with, a powerhouse of pun and prose, Carolyn Faye Fox. She's a tough says you competitor who once had her poetic license suspended. <laughs> Lenore Shannon. And he's not a man to be trifled with. If there's any trifling to be done, he'll do it himself. Mr. Arnold Reisman. And uh, who captains today? Miss Shannon. Lenore. Lenore will be the captain. Correct answers are worth 10 points, so whatever fraction thereof deemed appropriate, we always advise new listeners grab a pen and paper. To begin, most of my son's third grade class seem to be intrigued by swears, words whose meaning may be unclear but whose usage is clearly verboten. But language being the dynamic force it is, it constantly changes the limits as to what is and what isn't acceptable. So for 10 points, Please tell me the origin and meaning of the following ex expletives. Carolyn? Hell yeah. <laughs> Gadzooks. Gadzooks? That's like a comic book sort of swear. Gadzooks is like a Dick Tracy sort of thing. Yeah, it certainly is. It's it means, it means holy. Uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. Yes, it's the bastardization of God. God, yeah, God's God. truth or something, or God's. You're right on the border here. God. Right on the border. God's yeah. Oaks. Uh, God's, uh, God's, God's truth, oath. Uh, God's oath. Uh, well, you'd think so, yeah, but that's not quite it. This is a. You're not going to like this, there, because oh, it's got nothing to do with Zooks, right? <laughs> no, Zooks is well. God's morning muffin. What does it sound like, actually? Oaks. It sounds like Oaks. Yes, it does sound like Oaks. Oaks. God's hooks? Hook? Hooks? Hook? Hooks? Lock? God's hooks. God's hooks. Is exactly right. Do you know what that might refer to? Oh, the crucifixion? Yes, it does. Oh. It, it refers to the crucifixion. It is the nails of the crucifixion. Wow. And that was the oath. And that time was God's hooks. Yeah. God's hooks. And that's where and it comes it from. God's hooks. Yeah. Try this one, Tony. Mm-hmm. Blimey. Uh, blimey. Well, it means, oh, my gosh, uh, you know, blow me down. I never would, would have believed it. Yes. Uh, blimey. 
Well, does mean it, it retain its meaning throughout it, the ages? It does. So you're in the objective case. You do something to yourself. Blind me? By the God blind me? Oh, blind me yeah. is exactly right, and your meaning was right. Huh. It, it is a corruption of blind me, as in I cannot believe my eyes. Blind me is blinding. Very good. Try this one, Arnie. This is tough, but give it a shot. What the dickens? And it has nothing to do with Charlie. It has nothing whatsoever to do with Charlie. <laughs> so is this, is Dickens, all, well, what the dickens is, I don't believe it also. I mean, all these things pretty much. Yes. Right? I don't believe what the, what the devil. Is the devil and the dickens sort of the same? It, I don't believe he got this. Yeah. That is exactly right. Do you have any idea why, how it might have been corrupted? I have no idea. Yeah. No idea whatsoever. Well, no. I mean, somehow we... Dickens. You couldn't so. say the, the word devil, could you not? Probably. Wasn't that, there was some... No, no, this must be some other, like, dialect for... Well, for can you think of another expression that the English might have used for the devil? There's a European version of Carmen San Diego. That sounds yeah. something That's what like I'm looking it. for, actually. Uh, does anyone up there at all devil. know? Because he's got... Anyone in the audience? Old Nick. Old Nick. Very yes. good audiences. Oh, very, boy, good. very good. The uh, old Nick corrupted yeah. from old Nick. What's the Nick? What's and the Nick? Yeah. It's the devil himself. What's the Dickens? So Would they run out of teeth and they came out Dickens? Or? I guess so. <laughs> this is my absolute favorite, and I'm giving it to you, Harriet. Okay. Definition and derivation of fiddlesticks. Oh, fiddlesticks. Well, right. fiddlesticks uh, is an ex exasperation of some sort, no? no? Yes. Oh, nonsense. Nonsense. No, a Harriet is more... Uh, exasperation. No, it's exasperation, and that's very much to the point. It couldn't mm -hmm. possibly have anything to do with fiddling, could it? Yes, it could. Uh, it could be a bow. Your bow yes. doesn't have any rosin on it. <laughs> that's a, what a great guess. You're, you're really close to you're, you're eight points there at this point. I stumbled the stick of the bow somehow, uh, fiddlesticks. Uh, would it be? Throw them up in the air. You know something? You're, you're exactly right in that it, look at the look on Barry's face. <laughs> Radio audience. <laughs> no, but I mean, you're, you're right in the sense that, first of all, you're right that it is an expression of frustration and impatience. And that's very much to the point. And also it comes from the bow it really comes from the bowing of the violin. Where, where you imagine one does, does not run smoothly over the strings, it's but it scrapes against it. it. It goes back to the invention of the violin, actually. Mm -hmm. It is from the difficulty of using the newly invented bow for the violin as opposed to the simpler strumming of the lute and ah. other stringed forerunners. When you were just using your fingers, that was easy. But when you first put that bow on the strings, and try to control it. Oh, fiddlesticks. <laughs> that's where it comes from. But ten points and well done. Try Interesting. Really. Try this one, Lenore. Bunk. Bunk. Bunk means, you know, sort of bull. You don't believe what someone has said. Yes. Um, it's bunk. Um, Insincere talk humbug. Yes. <sighs> Is it bunkum, first of all? Is it yes, it comes from the word bunkum, but that comes from something else. Right. Uh, barley corn. Uh, Arnie's going to run with this one. Is it, uh, I mean, it's, it's like this fermentation? Is this is particularly American. Isn't oh. it fermentation? No. No. Nothing bunkum. whatsoever. Bunkum. And this is one of those legends you either know or you don't. And it does go back to Bunkum, so I'm going to give you seven points so far. Okay. All Bunkum, right. Deno. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was, it, was it something? Or, or, or the, it actually comes from around 1820. 1820. If that helps at all. 1820. All right. Does anyone else, uh, you know, does this about involve a person? No. No. Okay. Not a person. Well, it's America. It it's 1820. Yes. I think I need to go to the, the, we're in the right part of the country to know this. Anybody in the audience know? Oh. No, then we'll all. Is Bunkum using ships? No. No. It's this so comes from Bunkum oh. County, North Carolina. Oh, no kidding. 
Okay, a county of Western North Carolina, and it is from a remark made around 1820 by its congressman who felt obligated to give a dull speech for Bunkum. Oh, that's so where it came from, so and so everyone started standing up saying, that's Bunkum, and that's where the word Bunkum <laughs> And was. I was expected to know that. <laughs> then give her eight points for that. Eight points total for that. I think that's fair. And we'll be very good to Barry on this one. Barry, definition and derivation of drat. Oh. Drat. Think, oh, um, I'm not satisfied with the way that turned out. That's exactly right, yes. And um, DRAT is a sort an of act- abbreviation. Yes, it is. It's, it's an acronym. Right. It's an acronym. The devil regurgitated tortoise upon me. <laughs> <laughs> that was going to be uh, my guess. Yeah. <laughs> But Harriet has a, a, a better notion. She thinks it means damn that. Let me just say that my, I always thought this had something to do with rats. Yeah. But it doesn't. It's not rat that we're thinking of here because this is a German contraction. Rat, it's from the German. Yeah. It's an abbreviation for a longer thing. <laughs> and the original German was, Der Hängens in Ratzen, Dacker, Kortenschen, Berchige, Pollich. <laughs> just guess. Yeah. Just a wild guess. So let me get this straight. That you're applauding. <laughs> Fine. Give them seven like points, and then that'll be the end of this. Any help from anybody up there? He's dead wrong. He's dead wrong. <laughs> any any help from the band? <laughs> Weren't they looking much too comfortable over there? <laughs> Are you saying that D-R-A-T is the entire first syllable of where this is going? No, I'm saying uh, R-A-T is actually R-O-T. Rot. Rot. Any abbreviation? Anyone in the audience know? Yes. May God rot someone or something. May God rot something or something. And that's where drat comes from. And let's go on to round two, which is played with a little help from Jeremy Schrader's the, the, Hot uh, Memphis Five. Second and fourth round. It's the first of the you bluffing Lenore, each of you will receive a card defining a word. Only one has the actual definition. The other two have cards that say, please bluff. Those poor souls have a few seconds to make up a definition on the spot, good enough to fool Barry's team. Ten points up for grabs to Barry, if he can find the bluffer, or to you, Lenore, if he can't. A few seconds... To come up with a definition for the word, which is the contribution of Stephen Norman of Seattle, Washington. Thank you, Stephen. That word is midget. N-I-D-G-E-T. Midget. Which means... Gentlemen? (coughs) I'll look it up here during the break. A fool or idiot. Coward. Okay. Merriam-Webster says, uh, what made you want to look up midget? Please tell before you heard it. Quoting the quote, if possible. And actually, it doesn't say that any, does it say that? It doesn't say that any on, on the page. It just says that on the, uh, uh, wow, Merriam-Webster, you have a look. Why is Merriam-Webster telling me about Roseanne's cancellation? I wonder if anyone is going to mention says you. No, what people are saying? Yes, says you. There you go. Um, a lot of people think Scrabble. Says you. Anyway, what's going on? Break. Me. Life can be so sweet. That's an echo. 
<laughs> now it's on break. Let me uh, just uh, say that I'm just planning stuff here for Friday Night Trivial, Episode 2. Um, I'm also planning around uh, geographical trivia, and a lot of that is easier with um, Carmen San Diego clues, but actually getting those... I'm in San Diego, but actually finding those, I guess I have to actually dig into the game itself because the questions and clues are not easily are not easily found. User's guide. Uh, what's this? Console manuals. See, I would like to find not not just in the game, but just a list of all the clues and stuff, the questions that I could turn into trivia questions. Um, Daisy? For print disabled users. Huh. PDF? 798 kilobytes. Uh, Let's see what this is. It's a 31-page thing. It's the Where in the World from San Diego Learning Company Treasures of Knowledge Users Guide. Image Builder. Uh, looking for clues, talking to, searching the world, table of contents. Um, puzzle hints. This is exactly what I'm... Oh, is this kind of... Is this the game that... The version of the game that Tim was playing at one point? Because remember, he was just doing... Um... Puzzle hint. Um, is this what that game did instead of actually? See, the Carmen San Diego I'm thinking about is the older version where you know gives you clues for what each country is known for, what city or whatever. And but apparently, this version, whatever version this is. Uh, use to solve puzzles like diagrams and sliding block puzzles and nothing things that are not at any way in any way related to the actual countries. Ah, huh, okay. I'm searching the Internet Archive, by the way. Break from the present and break into the archive to share a classic episode. Class with our uh, shoot, I have to go here. Oh, I think I just uh Whoa, okay, why is this one sideways? Oh, that's the uh guide for the Sega Master System version? That's probably not gonna I mean I can check. Comic book RAR? Is this really just two pages? Is this really just two pages? Stuff. Mm. Oh, I thought comic book... Oh, sorry. Instruction manuals nowadays were bland and unuseful. This is... How do I... Is there any way to increase zoom on this? Uh, best fit, page fit. But I can't... Oh, no. Uh, page width. Um, okay. Sleuthful hints. How to use your detective. See, uh, I would like, it would be neat to find, no, I guess I'd have to actually play the game. Skip Henderson on the banjo, Tom Link on clarinet, Sean Murphy on tuba, and Gerald Stevens on piano. Thanks, guys. Gives me a chance to thank our scorekeepers for this game. That's Alec Gustafson on the right, and Mr. Benjamin Shaw on the left. Thanks, boys. Let's give the score. We've had a few moments with the word midget. We will go first to Carolyn Fayfar. Midget, a very small midge. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. No, this comes to us from um, the history of midwifery. I don't know if uh, I guess my audio will break up because I'm trying to watch. 
Where in the world is Carmen San Diego and Dropbox on uh, SRI and DOSBox on archive.org? Time to call the <laughs> either um either there's a lot of hissing going on or there's an air leak over there someplace. <laughs> the uh, the person sent to bring back the midwife. Where, where was she? she? Was out at a tavern? <laughs> Get naughty, we're ready to push. <laughs> you know, she had nine months to plan for this. What happened? <laughs> that is the uh, the person that sent to uh, get the midwife is the midget, or Arnie something else. Actually, this is one of the tiny tools of the tailoring trade. Oh, a tiny tailoring tool. Yes. It's a the spool upon which the thread is wrapped. Um, a little, a little, <laughs> a little wooden spool. A tailor's spool yes. is a midget. Right. A little tiny spool, they wrap their thread on there, that's the midget. Could be that. <laughs> or Lenore, something else. Well, other things came to mind. Midge, or I wasn't exactly sure, but Midge definitely, uh, in the spirit, tiniest in a litter of, say, rats. I have sound disabled in this game. And who often goes neglected. In a litter, it's. A bird won't get neglected. Huh, the definition I found is not. It's a litter of rabbits. Is that yeah. the correct exaltation of locks, Richard? Yes. Okay. The runs of the litter. So it's the, but in relating to uh, rabbits. Okay. Relating to rabbits, the runs of the litter is the rabbit. midget, the smallest rabbit of the bunch. Who often gets ignored. It could be that. It could be the tailor's spool, or it could be the person sent to... Neither of these are match the definitions the midwife, I just it? checked online. Uh, or the person sent to so, the midwife. I'm not sure. Midget. It's one of those three, believe it or not. And the choice, Barry, is yours. A fool or idiot coward. Well, I'm just trying to imagine oh, the specialization something of the no, midget. Time. What do you do? Well, I bring back midwives. <laughs> no. Huh. It's not steady work, but it's uh, clean work. Triangular. Ho once used to clear weed. <laughs> None of those. Better than all that huh. bringing out the dead stuff. <laughs> um. Hmm. I mean, it's all. Well, these are going back to midget. So I'd go with something like spool. But the fact that the first time attention, the second time personal matter. <laughs> What's going on? Well, a hair's breadth away. Well, well, as 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 someone who's sewn. I know of a spool and I know of a bobbin, okay? And somehow Peter Nidget oh. doesn't quite do it for me in the category. Sure. Peter Nidget. Nudge, you know, like nudging the. <laughs> I have a hard time thinking okay. it could be. How specialized did they get? Yeah, you got a point there. So you tailoring. I would think it's either tailoring or whatever that thing Lenore said. <laughs> Somehow it seemed to include a rabbit. Bugs Nidget. Okay. So, Tony, why don't we let you decide? No, listen, I, I look up to you. Uh, All right. It matters of this story. Well, I look at another in a long line of mistakes. All right, let's go with... Um, orange, green, and white All right, flag. so we're going to go with yeah. something vaguely involving a rabbit. Orange, white, green, and flag. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Uh, Lenore, they think that midget somehow involves rabbits. That, that is it's just the biggest lie I have ever told. 
That was a bluff. So which one was it not? Points for your team. Okay, audience, what do you think? Well, I think the spool definitely took that. Uh, that was your definition, Arnie, is the Nidget the Taylor School. Nidget, please look at your partner on the right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I think a big I told you huh. so. Huh, okay. That has nothing to do with the definition I found. Wait, no, it all... Hold on, guys. It's all making sense to me now. I mean, because you're in labor for 36 hours. The midwife's got other things to do. Right. And you're going... (laughs) (laughs) Sounded like midget. If we found the midget, we could get the midwife. Yeah, that's right. I mean, you have to find the midget before you find the midwife. You go find the midget. The age of Definition actually reads. The definition actually reads midget, the person who fetches the midwife. That's what it is. Ten points for Lenora's team. Let's go on to round three. Eve Harwood of Urbana, Illinois, listens each week courtesy our good friends at WILL at the University of Illinois. Thank you, folks, for your long friendship. They write, my husband and I will be in the audience in Memphis Saturday and look forward to your show every week. We are, in fact, there. Seeing it live is on our retirement bucket list. (laughs) You must be planning on taking a very long time to die. It, uh, it was us or Italy, okay, well, you know. <laughs> thank you for being here, Eve. What's your husband's name? I'm sorry. Mark, thank you, Mark and Eve, for being here. And thanks for this question, which we're about to do. Each of the following list of words can be paired with one common word. All that is but one. For five points, please tell me the odd word out. And for an additional five, please give me the common keyword connection. For example, if I gave you the list sun, beach, mass, and red. Mass? Mass, M-A-S-P. And red. Head. Head is the common word. So the odd one out is sun. Sun head. Yes, exactly. You have a heart of a sun head. So you get where we're going here. Try this one, Carolyn. Right. What's the odd word out, and what is the common word in this list? Land. Land. Water. Right. Or water, as they say in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Yeah. Chair. Yeah. And bench. Bench. Mark. Land. Landmark, watermark, benchmark. So chair is the odd one out. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Very nicely done. Try this one, Tony. Egg. Easter. Treasure. Island. And fire. Well, there's the five. Egg, island, egg. Egg, Easter, treasure, and fire. (laughs) Well, you got your egg hydrants. (laughs) Island. Your Easter hydrant. Yep. I don't think there's a fire hydrant. Would it have something to do with geography? With Island? Easter Island? Yeah. Treasure Island? Sure, Fire Island. No Egg Island. Right. Ten points. Very good. Nicely done. All right. Try this one, Arnie. And um, this is a little bit tricky, but uh, we'll go with it anyway. We'll go with it anyway. Oh, yeah. What's the odd one out? Kitty. K-I-T-T-Y. 
pup. P-U-P. Yeah. Canvas. Canvas. Yes. C-A-N-V-A-S. And caterpillar. And caterpillar. There's no caterpillar child. There's <laughs> <laughs> no uh, canvas child either. Maybe there is a caterpillar. Let's, let's call the folks at Purina. Oh, tough one. Kitty, pup, canvas, and caterpillar. Tent? Tent. Yes. Is exactly right. So there's no kitty tent. There is no kitty tent that we know like of. There's, there's, there's no canvas, canvas tent. tent. There's a canvas tent. Oh. All right. Try this one, Harriet. Okay. Literally. What? Olive. Held. Held. Yes. Held. And break, E-R-E-A-K. What's the first one? No idea. Hell's has got to be one of them, right? What was the first one? Olive. Olive. Talked over it again. Oh, yeah. Breakfast, fast. Success. Yeah, breakfast, held, fast. Oh, and color fast. So the odd one out is? The odd one is olive. Oh, oh. Ten points. Very what? good, you guys. You're really knocking this one down. Try this one, Lenore. I have no idea what that one was. So whatever. Eraser. Chicken. And salad. Fingers. Uh, eraser head. Bridge head. Yeah. Chicken head. <laughs> and salad head. Favorite word. Um, <clears throat> okay. Uh, <laughs> rubber. And the odd one out is salad. Yep. Boy, they, they're really getting to this. You have rubber bridge, rubber eraser, rubber chicken. Bridge? What the bridge or wedge? I couldn't find a rubber salad, so I didn't know what to do with it. Well, actually, my waiter broiled bologna. My mother often served a rubber salad. And finally, Barry. Barry always gets the hard one. Try this one. That's the odd one out, the odd word out, set. Set? Yes. Writer. W-R-I-T-E-R. Cast. And drama. Drama? Yes. Erica just signed off. I missed talking with her. Writer, cast, and drama. How about block? Type. Type. Block set. So type set, typewriter, type cast, type drama. Block the drama. Block but I don't know that. What is our part? Set up, cast up. I guess it was. Oh. Music, drama. Drama, music. Type. No, so I can go back to this. Set list. No, I don't know if this. So we do ourselves on your mercy. Uh, does anybody from the other side have an idea? Is it um, TV? TV set, TV writer, TV drama. It could yeah. be. That's not what we had. Does the audience have another thought? Oh, Not where we're going here. So no points for that, but, uh, you know, good, good job on that, you guys. And let's go on to round four, which is Barry's team's chance to have a little fun at Webster's expense. One of you will correctly define the following word. Two will bluff. Ten points, Lenore, if your team can find the rose among thorns. Take a few seconds to come up with a definition for the word runcation. R-U-N-C-A-T-I-O-N. Runcation. Gentlemen. Pendus Mountains are Metsovo and Pedavoli. Sounds like Albania. Sounds like Italian. Uh, Greece and Southern Albania is where I'm looking at, but I'm just going to this one because I'm not trying to beat the game or anything. In case you can't hear the audio of the game, I'm playing Where in the World Comes, and Carmen San Diego just up for trivia.
here. The Says You Gang has booked our flights and rented a couple of cars, and we're heading to Nashville to gaze at all the musical stars. And Walter Regan will be joining us Father's Day to play our brand of game. So have a nice Sunday supper with Dad, and then drive him downtown for a 2 o'clock show. Sunday means there's free parking on most streets. Join us at TPAC for an afternoon he will be sure to remember oh, for a long time. Tickets available online at sellsyou.net or direct at TPAC. So let's depart and we're going to Briefly, says you pause just long enough yeah, for I'm a not few trying to we'll be right for trivia. You're with Blue Ridge Public Radio, BPR Classic, and we're glad you're here. I'm Barbara Sayer. Thanks like for tuning in for Sleshu. And thank you so much for contributing to Blue Ridge Public Radio. Contributing listeners make everything we do possible. You make it possible to hear Says You and the other programming for yourself and for listeners across uh, Western North Carolina. Our support comes also from John and Marjorie Hickman, and informed and engaged communities across Western North Carolina. Stay tuned. We've got more of Says You and at 2 o'clock, it's Fresh Air Weekend here on Blue Ridge Public Radio, BBR Classic. This week, history repeats itself with a classic new episode from the archives with our original host, Richard Schur. Road trip this June, right down FDR's great an already sold out show. Then it's on to Music City as we head to the Tennessee Performing Arts. And some live wit. So come on down and join us. Grab tickets online at as you. The Black Mage from Final Fantasy. That is Jeremy Schrader's Hot Memphis. stepping in and doing the job, and you're just great. Thank you very much. We have had a few moments with the word... Is it, is it still up? I'm yep. sorry. We have had a few moments with the word runcation. Define runcation. All I can say is give it to an elephant, uh, like give too much Pepsi to an elephant, yeah. it's bound to happen. <laughs> it's an elephant belch. So what? Elephant belch. An elephant belch. <laughs> so run patient. Like does his trunk curl up before he does it? Is there any warning that it's coming, or does he just sort of do it? I'm just curious as to how long it lasts. <laughs> <laughs> there it 
Um, in, in elephant time, no time at all. <laughs> and the difference between an elephant belch and a tavern is? What's that? Well, a tavern is a bar room. An elephant belch is a bar room. <laughs> I wonder if the game will accept that. Because I think I... Oh. An elephant belch is a... Elephant belch. Oh, no, I'm just moving on, if you don't mind. Harriet, what say you to runcation? You Very literal, Midas. So I'm always saying, really? <laughs> but so I'm just going to give it to you straight and read it right off the card. You got it. Okay? Runcation is the act... Weaving. Are you impersonating him? You're talking about guardian. <laughs> I'm assuming you're speaking of the gardening variety. Well, being I'm a fud, I would be. Yes. Right. The act of weaving is one occasion. It could be that. Bring one of the great uh, events up in Boston is marathon. Especially popular, they they talk about it must be spring. The saps are running, <laughs> but it became hugely popular. It's a greatly beloved sport. So uh, the greatest example of runcation actually occurred in the Boston Marathon by a Rosie Ruiz. Enough for season, Mister. Writing down the uh, all, so I can do multiple choice. An illegal shortcut. She took the subway to an illegal shortcut, and that's what a runcation is, an illegal shortcut. It is either that, the act of weaving, or remember the elephant dunk belch from a long time ago? That was how we started all this. The choice uh, is yours, Lenore. What do you think? Uh, we are disinclined uh, to go for the elephant belch, although we like it. We like we think it. We well, think it's very interesting. And in fact, the next time any of you or we go to a zoo, I advise just standing by the elephant cage just to see, or maybe feed him some deer. Unless you have a peanut allergy. I <laughs> mean. <laughs> <laughs> And, and that excludes my son, actually. Um, so we say no on the elephant belch. Right off the bat, we're going to rule that out. Is that would we go along with that? Um, the act of weeding, the act of weeding, and 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 illegal shortcut. Um, illegal shortcut sounds completely ridiculous too, but um, because uh, maybe it's weeding, and Mary is messing with our minds by saying she's reading it off the card. Ooh, messing with our minds. <laughs> like that's not happening. Pinwheel um, uh, The act of weeding, you know, I, I have to think of Richard coming up with these things. And Richard, whom I can't picture weeding anything at all, ever. Um, well, 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 it's, but it's a spring. It's a spring kind it's of thing. And it's spring a spring thing. kind of thing. So what do we think? Should we go with Harriet? I would go with Harriet or... Maybe Barry, but maybe Harriet. Well, there was nothing like what the person sent the midwife, uh, may I add. That's but, true. Although but, there is something spring-like about the Boston Marathon, and Barry seemed to work that in there. Oh, he's always working something. An illegal shortcut? Uh, an illegal, illegal shortcut. shortcut. You know, much as I'd like to see that. Right. Go with Harriet, act of reading. You're going to go with Harriet. Harriet, they say, they say that runcation is the act of weeding. Is that, in fact, what it is? Well, I'll just read off the card what it says. The act of weeding. They sniffed it out. Boy, it's getting awful hard to fool those guys. Very good, you guys. Ten points. And let's close tonight with a round of AKA. We will give you the title of a book that was made into a movie with a different name. Please tell me the name of the movie. If you need help, we'll throw in the author, but it'll cost us three points. Okay. Try this one, Carolyn. The name of the book was Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep? Oh, that's easy. 
The movie was Ben Hur. <laughs> and it's Blade Runner. No, it was Ben Him. Yes, Ben Him. <laughs> to Android stream of electric sheep. That one's easy. Like a, this is like a Douglas Adams thing. Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Blade Runner. Oh, oh that's a good guess. Uh, I'm just setting up for a No, that's not it. Uh, dream of electric sheep. So it will be a science fiction movie. Yeah, it sure is. Oh. See, um, see, a lot of these are good for it says you, but too easy. Or just, they're either too easy for the trivia crowd, or... No, not Wall Street. Oh, boy. Hmm. So, okay, we uh, know it's science fiction. Can we think of any science fiction? 2001 Space Odyssey. No, that's no, not it. That's the name of the book, too. It's Philip K. Dick. Oh, it is? Back to Carmen. That's helpful. Does the other side know? The other side knows. That always knows. Oh, would this be the uh, Planet of the Apes? It is not. No, that's early. No, I don't think you're going to get this. We go to the other side. Uh, Blade Runner. Blade Runner. Oh, Very good. Mr. Uh, novel was yeah, The Android Scheme of Electric They did well to change the name of that book. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. If that was clever, clever too. screenwriting. Yeah. Try this one, uh, Tony. Lost Moon. Oh. Moon. Mm, okay. Uh <sighs> Where is my cult? Of the book, Gidget. The editor's cut. I know when I give you the author, you'll get the book. Moon. Apollo 13. It is not a science fiction movie. So it's not like Moon. Not a musical? It is not a musical. Okay. Once I give you the author, I think you'll get this. But um, War and Peace. No, it is not. <laughs> Lost Moon was written by James Lovell. Oh, oh. Apollo 13. Apollo 13. Well, Harry, Harry said Apollo 13. Oh, you said Apollo yes. 13? Yes. Yes. I'm terribly sorry. And and voice, so that's I, did I did moderate, but I said it. Very good. Very good. Oh, Ten points for that. Try this one, Arnie. The novel was, or the, I'm sorry, the uh, book was Q&A. Oh, oh. Q&A. Oh, is that the millionaire? I know you know this. The BBC oh, made... Oh, he's going to kill himself. I know that I'm going to kill myself. Um, um, million, Slumdog Millionaire? Slumdog Millionaire. There you go. <laughs> Finally got it. The British made, not BBC. Slumdog Millionaire is exactly right. Vika uh, Swap, is that how you pronounce that name? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's Try right, this sir. one, Harriet. Remembering America, a voice from the 60s. Gee, I don't remember a thing from the 60s because I was there. <laughs> Boy, Blue Hawaii. Boy, Blue Hawaii. No, I know you'll get this when you get the author, too. Remembering America, a voice from the 60s. Woody Guthrie? Abby Hoffman? Not by an American? No, it's definitely by an American. Okay. Not only American, an acquaintance. Oh, no. we want the writer. You want the writer? We want the Oh. Oh, so that was about um, Watergate, wasn't it? No, no. no I missed it because of the game. Oh, he yeah. was with with um, with Jim speech writer. This was before that, actually. Arnie's got it. Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're gonna get it. I go to the other side. Quiz show. Quiz show is exactly right. <laughs> That was the one I thought was Q and A. Yeah, that should have been Q and A, but no, the show is exactly right. Try this one, Lenore. Ropeburn. Story stories from the corner. Ropeburn. Yes. R O P E B U R N S. Ropeburn. Boxing. Stories from the corner. It's the Hillary Swank. Oh, Million Dollar Baby. Million Dollar Baby. It's exactly right. Very good. Big day for you guys. Very big day for you guys. 
And finally, the toughest one of them all, Barry, the body. The body? Yes, the body. That wasn't about Marilyn Monroe, was it? It was a novel written by... Um, no, that, I'm looking at this because... Oh, and it refers oh, to... Oh, oh, oh. Uh, another vowel. Another vowel. <laughs> what are you, cramping up over there? What's, uh... yeah, right. we'll, go for the, uh, we'll go for the right. The writer is Stephen King. Stephen King. Yeah. Well, it's not Gary. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I think got all the hard questions. Today. Oh, is that the one uh, where the the the, uh, the woman breaks his leg? No, that's no. what is that? Misery. Misery. Yeah, misery. misery. No, that's not it. It's the one, not the shiny. No. 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 Um, is this one it up, where it's more one of his more? Isn't he the most obnoxious? Come on, we're double parked already here. Let's go. Is this the, the, the Stand by me. People have children; they want to go home. Okay. Right. Down. They want to go home and have children. <laughs> we are so far behind that we don't care that you won't give us any points. That's right. The blog. I am so sorry about this. I gave you all the hard ones. Do you know it on the other side? Stand by me. Stand by me. Oh, yeah. right. The kids go looking for the body. Kids find the body. Yes. Yeah. It just wasn't going to be your day uh, on Barry's side. I'm sorry. So anyway, my clues are Austral, Gaucho, Romance, winners this week. Congratulations. All right, so that's pretty much all. Good job, you guys. Um, Huh. That is all we have time for this week. Thank you so much to the fabulous Cindy. What happened if I just did this as a search term? What I get? Thank you very much for making this happen, folks. To Lawrence Goodwin, to John Willingham, and to Dan Campbell at WKNO. Thank you for your help and long friendship. uh, Sharon Salk and other writers. Zachary Moore is the associate producer. And Antonio Oliard is our erstwhile engineer. Every few weeks we remind you that this show is best when we get your questions, when we get your comments, and most of all, when you show up. Thank you, Memphis, for showing up. See you next week. Okay. And that'll do it. That'll do it for this. Now I can go back to just uh, writing other stuff for trivia. I just wanted to, you know, do that. So anyway, um... What I'm also doing here is playing Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego. I don't know if you probably, I don't know. I have no idea if you can hear the sound effects from this, from the game. But let's go to Buenos Aires. And let's go. Just writing down stuff that I can maybe turn into... Because the okay, so the idea of this round is to do geographical trivia, come up with like six different locations of the world, come up with clues about them. It would be a lot quicker, I guess, just to come up with six random locations of the world and check their Wikipedia pages. But I w- kind of want to do Carmen Sandiego themed, and that one just gives away. Um, or like, see, and then I re- see, I thought Carmen Sandiego clues were a lot tougher than this, but that was when I was a kid. Now I'm 32, and this and I read a reliable source told me she wanted she planned to photograph the pyramids. Just you know, that's Egypt. It's going to send me to Cairo. It's going to be one of the options. Uh, wanted to photograph the pyramids. <laughs> so, uh, what other clues would the game game give me for this? away in a swoop flying a red white and black flag that was actually also um, of course it turns out to be Buenos Aires um, what else and the foreign ministry uh, planning to have tea with the president. 
have tea with the president. It cap the game capitalizes that when it doesn't need to. Because well, whatever. Um, either it's gonna be Cairo. Duh. Bag. Dad. New. Delhi. Or tonight. Obviously, it's Cairo. So let's proceed with the game. Maybe, I don't know. I guess not. I guess I got somewhere else to go. Frank asking about exchange rate of francs. I mean, that's France. It's going to be Paris. This game was so much more difficult when I was a kid. Green, yellow, and red flag. Oh, stop it. Had a fancy ring on. Plan to play. Plan to play bridge. With the president. Let's see what the options are. It could be Paris. Either. Oh. Okay, Paris isn't actually here. Uh, green, yellow, and red flag. Either London. Bamako. Or Buenos Aires. And I guess it's gonna be I guess it's Bamako. Process of elimination. Till the fifteenth fifteenth century, Mali was part of the Great Mali Empire. Its ancient city of Timbuktu was an important center of Islamic study. Okay, so it's Bamako. Needed equipment for catching sea snakes. Already got the warrant, so way in a vehicle. Flying a golden lion flag. Cute person library. Wanted a book about this is actually okay, Veda people. V E D D H. Uh I'm not immediately uh, figuring this one out, so Reykjavik. Reykjavik. I thought there was an H there. Colombo. Moroni. Golden Lion flag is Sri Lanka. Um, what's the capital of Sri Lanka? 
flag of Sri Lanka. Let's go to Sri Lanka. Because that's just going to tell me about that. Um, major city. Yeah, no one's ever going to listen to this except me, so it's Colombo. Okay, there we go. And that's the end of the end of this uh, one. So it's all. It's usually always the third one. There we go.